welcome to episode number five of the Road Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Billy Wilbur, beside me, Micah Davis, and Jed Tyler behind the camera. This episode is a Road Home Podcast Christmas special. Yeah, so get your cocoa, get your fuzzy socks on, turn on your fake log fire places, and your, you know, your fire home screens on your televisions or whatever and snuggle up and get ready just we're gonna have a little fun who we learn about today micah well we're gonna learn about something a little different of course because this is a special so we'll call this a special uh this is a special person uh one of our favorite things to do in this time of year is watch christmas movies right i love watching christmas yeah movies. not so much the crazy cheesy ones but some of the good classics so, uh, one of our favorites has always been the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And that, because of the content in the, in the, the special, and that's, it's one of those things, it's like, you see one clip of it, you know exactly what it is, and it just, you know, it sends you to that place of maybe nostalgia or whatever. But, there's something deeper there that we can kind of actually glean something spiritual from. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm losing my headphones. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, okay. So the the, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Uh, 1965. In 1965, Coca-Cola wanted to, uh, wanted to have a Christmas special to come on one of the networks. And... So they approached a certain comic strip uh, cartoonist guy named Charles Schultz. And some of you guys know what that's all about. They know about that Charles Schultz created the Peanuts and, and all those things. We like the Peanuts. You know, you used to see them in the paper. You don't see cartoons in papers anymore. No. Do you, know, you want to know a fun fact? What's that? Fun fact is it didn't start out as Peanuts. It started out as Little Folks. Little folks, and they. I think. I think that's what they realized they couldn't use that, and so he had to change the name to Peanuts. Hmm. So he changed the name from Little Folks to Peanuts. Yeah. Wow. So they they didn't like the name, I guess. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't remember what it was, but uh, they. I think it was because they couldn't use it. I, it's probably somebody else had the rights to the name. Oh, okay. So, the with the special, uh, they approached them to do this special in 65 for before Christmas and uh, it was Coca-Cola but uh, they didn't have a Christmas special written so they had to do it really quick like they didn't have like oh we're just we, we have this thing prepared so that no they had to do this really quick so in order the little story that's told within the little special is is was thrown together really quick and I can create I can relate to some of that <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Charles Schultz, the man who created the Peanuts, that's we want to kind of focus in on him for a second because he is a really interesting character in history. And you know, we've been listening for these past few episodes. We like talking about history. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna delve into and and if you continue to go with us, we we will be talking about people in history and and how that relates to today and with our spiritual walks okay but Charles Schultz was an interesting character when he was young 
he liked to draw pictures. That's what he liked to do. He liked to draw little pictures and draw cartoons and things. And he grew up, and he went into the military during World War II. Uh, and while he was in school, he used to draw drawings, and uh, and oddly enough, nobody liked it, and people in his in his school made fun of him. Yeah. So that, that's that's something else you can kind of relate to. Some people can. You know, you're, you're doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do, but maybe people don't like it. Mm-hmm. So one day, you may be really, really good at something, but right now, people don't think you're all that so but Charles Schultz he he always had this desire to do cartoons and he even told his father one time he said one day I'm going to um, I'm going to make a living drawing cartoons and they all kind of just you know rolled their eyes at him because you know he wasn't going to make anything they thought he was just you know a bum or whatever because he would just sit around and draw all the time he wouldn't do much but draw so he went to military in World War II and he gets back, and once he gets back from the war after World War one, II, one fun fact okay. of the military. I like fun facts. All right, in the in the military, he served in the twentieth armored division in Europe during World War II. He was a squad leader on the fifty caliber machine gun team. His unit uh, only saw combat at the very end of the war, but he had one opportunity to fire his machine gun, but he forgot to load it, and the German soldier that he's going to fire it at willingly surrendered. Wow, he didn't even have to fire his gun. So he didn't have to. He didn't have to. No. To uh, consciously kill someone no. like that. Wow. He had an opportunity and he forgot to load it. Then the guy surrendered. And there's lots of things like that with with Charles Schultz that I've learned. He had somewhat of a different kind of a character. And with people in history like that, you can kind of respect the way they were. The Bible says that a child, even a child is known by his ways. Mm. So you are who you are and your character, you know, it's made up of what you've been through and what you're, the things you've experienced, but you are who you are. But something happened, Billy, when he came back from the war as he was invited to go to a church Mm. and there he met the Lord and it changed his life. It was a small a denomination known as the Church of God, not the Church of God, Cleveland, Tennessee, but it was the Church of God of Anderson, Indiana, which is a Wesleyan holiness group, and they are devout people. And so he became part of that stream, and he learned a lot about the Lord, and it became part of him. And as the process of time, uh, he got married, had a family, and he got the opportunity as fast forward he got the opportunity to sell his comic strip to a syndicate who sent it all across the country in the form of peanuts Mm -hmm. but throughout his work we can see how his faith in Jesus and his character was put inside of his work and I just let me read a few of these these are cool and uh, if y'all like comic strips they're fun because you can you can paint a little picture. I mean, it is a picture, mm-hmm. but you can paint a little picture with something so simple and so. But it's funny. They used to call them funny papers, right? It's funny, but there's something profound in all of it. So uh, let me let's just read a couple. Let's read the first one here. And uh, it's Lucy and, and Linus, and they're standing there at the window, and they've they're there, and and Lucy says, "Boy, look at it rain. What if it floods the whole world?" 
And Linus says, it'll never do that. In the ninth chapter of Genesis, God promised Noah that would never, that would never happen again. And the sign of the promise is the rainbow. She said, you've taken a great load off my mind. Sound theology has a way of doing that. So there's something powerful about that. You know, you'll never, we probably never see that. Unless somebody comes and is bold, but we probably will never see that in our Sunday newspaper comics. Something like yeah, that. yeah, something promoting who Jesus is, who God is. Right. There's, there's, there's the truth in that. Yeah. The simple truth in just that. That's, I mean, that's, that's just a little clip. And there's, there's hundreds of them just like that. Something so small, so simple that, but we would, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then you can kind of snicker at it because it's, you know, simple. It's like a child would say. So, well, let me read another one. Let's, let's just look at another one here. Uh, this one here is good. Charlie and Snoopy. And we like Snoopy. And, and, and here's Charlie Brown. He says, hey, what are you doing? You can't just take things out of the refrigerator. Look, it says here in Exodus, thou shalt not steal. And then Snoopy looks and goes get the Bible. And he says, Deuteronomy 25.4. Thou shalt not muzzle the ox while he treads out the grain. So, which is which the uh, the scripture you know is. And he said, "I don't see you tra- I don't see you treading out any grain." He said, "It got me out the back door." <laughs> so, I mean, okay. For one thing, this t- the time and culture in in when when these were being drawn, the culture in the United States would have got the humor in that mm-hmm. because people. Even if they weren't devout Christians, they at least had an understanding of what the Bible said. Mm-hmm. Now, you've seen those things where people go out in the street and they ask people Bible questions yeah. and they, they yeah. come off with crazy stuff. Now, we're so biblically illiterate that we can't find humor in that. That would, that would be so irrelevant. Right. That's, I think it's cute, though. I mean, that's just like, you know, there's something... It's funny. The dog's the dog is using scripture against the boy. So anyway, that's just something. Let's read another one here. These are fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he says, "Have you ever seen the entire Old Testament performed by a by puppets before?" <laughs> he said, "No, I can't say that I have. Perhaps I should warn you about the next scene. What next scene? <laughs> Splash! It's the parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> so." I mean, this is just the culture. This is just the culture of that time. And Charles Schultz was putting, albeit very small and minuscule in the eyes of, he wasn't out there saying, repent. Right. He wasn't saying, calling out all these sins. Right, right. And maybe he wouldn't do that, but he was using good theological well, things. He was using in the, he was using what God had give his talent to do good for the people. Yeah. They, he was, he was, God gave him a talent to, to be a cartoonist or however you say that, yeah. to put this in, I mean, in, in national papers, right. you know, to go all over the United States and even the world, you right. know, but God had blessed him with that ability to do that. Right. And see, now today in the church as a whole, we think that if you don't have the ability to stand behind a pulpit and preach, right. that you have nothing that you can use for God. Yep. But in reality, God gives every good and perfect gift comes from above, the Bible says, and it comes from the Father of lights, in whom is no very much in the shadow of turning. And his, you can look through some of the interviews I've heard, his whole conviction of him was he believed that God had given him a gift, 
and he was going to give him his gift to God and how that God could use it and be glorified through that. How many people who are in, let's say, Hollywood or the arts or they're in media of any kind that are actually trying to display their faith in that way? And like maybe he wasn't doing it in such a radical way, you know, where he's he this wasn't the these weren't pictures of Jesus, you know, rising on right. the third day. This is not this is not this this is about little kids and their dog talking about the Bible, talking about the Bible. And every once in a while you would see them quote actual scripture. Do we have another one? Let's look at this. Let's look at another one here. OK, here's Charlie Brown and Linus. It says, where have you been? Church school. We've been studying the letters of a, of, a, of the Apostle Paul. That should be interesting. It is. Although I must admit, it makes me feel a little guilty. I always feel like I'm reading someone else's mail. So, something interesting too. Um, Charles Schultz was a Sunday school teacher. So, you know he had to be using his gift mm-hmm. in his teaching practices. Okay. So anyway, that's interesting. Let's move on to 1965 when we're looking at the, the Christmas special. Here's what happened, okay? Charles Schultz was approached. They want to, they're going to do this Christmas special. Christmas special. Hallelujah. It's coffee time. The, <laughs> the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas special was the first... Uh, the first cartoon to be aired on a uh, television network as a uh, special. Right. So. From, from the comic strips. That yeah. He wrote. The Christmas special. Here's what I was trying to say before the devil took my tongue. Um, the Christmas special. Of course, they had to create it really quick. They were under a pressured time. But Charles Schultz had the conviction that he did not want it to be commercial. He didn't want it to be about Santa Claus. He didn't want it to be about getting gifts. He didn't want it to be about all the things that were trying to be promoted at that time, even in those early days. Now, of course, now it's become something so commercial that, you know, where is Jesus, right? Right. So here's what Charles Schultz wanted to do. He wanted to show the true meaning of Christmas. And, of course, if you've seen the little special, you know it's Charlie Brown. He goes around. He's all depressed, and he wants to know the true meaning of Christmas. And all his friends tell him what they think. And then he comes down to this special moment. And this special moment, which, in fact, is the most famous little snippet of a cartoon that I believe has ever been made, that once you start hearing the audio on this, Everybody, they know exactly what it is. It's been on Christmas cards. It's been uh, on the radio. People have it as ringtones. People, I mean, it is so wild. And it's 100% King James Bible scripture. Mm -hmm. And it is the gospel beginning to be preached through a media. Mm -hmm. It's the gospel. He was highly um, criticized by those who were animating and producing this little special because he was using scripture. Hmm. And they said, we can't do that. There's no way we'll be able to do that. It just, it won't work. It'll ruin it. Mm -hmm. 
because you know even at that time so you live in you live in 2022 when everything's messed up and everything's woke mm-hmm. in 65 that was starting to be pushed but here is charles schultz and he is a christian and he wants to display christmas from the perspective of his work and his gifts and his talents and here's what he does do you have that audio mm-hmm. listen to this lights please And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's, Amen. That's beautiful, Micah. Yeah. yeah. You know, you were talking about how Charlie Brown, you know, in the, throughout the thing is depressed. And as soon as Linus, that's that's his name, right? Yeah, Linus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as Linus starts to speak, you can just feel. I guess it's the spirit of God it because is. it just it just gives you a, a a a feeling that just if you are going through something like that, it just kind of like just how great God is. You know what happens because it still stands. He said, "Where the word of a king is, there's power." Yeah. There's life in His word. It doesn't matter if it's being read to you by a cartoon, right. by a puppet, by a uh, by a sinner even. It's, There's power in the Word. It's the Word, yes. It could be read to you by an unbeliever, Billy. Right. But it's it's the Word. Right. There, there's no ch- He, see, okay, sometimes when we are reading our Bible and we're not paying attention, it just becomes like reading a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And you can sit back and do that if you want to. But when you take it for what it says, and what what Linus read there is Luke chapter two verse eight through fourteen, and that's that is the gospel. Yeah. Uh, it was not a made up fact. It's not made up. There's nothing pretend about it. No. There was a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger somewhere in Bethlehem. Angels sung. Mm-hmm. It actually happened. Shepherds were out there. They saw in the heavens. They saw an angel. He talked to them. Mm-hmm. They they actually experienced this. This is not a made up thing. Right. And that's what we celebrate at this time. That Jesus was born of a virgin. Prophecy was fulfilled. Yeah. It is so important. Like people say, oh, well, it was just when he was a baby. But it was so important, like you said, because the prophecy was fulfilled, because it was the things to come, you right. know, the, the what the angel spoke to Mary. It was just... It, it, exactly. A lot of people take it, you know, as it's not very important, but it was our creator, our savior was born. Right. It was God becoming man. Yeah. Coming in the flesh. There is no remission of sin without Jesus first becoming, being born as a baby. 
He didn't stay a baby. Right. But he came as a baby. You know, it wouldn't have made sense if he just appeared as a 33-year-old man. No. It, it wouldn't have made sense. No, it would have just been... But he came as a baby. He came as a baby. God manifested himself in human form and became flesh. John 1.14 says, the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. We talk about Linus reading the word. And you feel the presence of the Lord. And you're, you, you, nobody wants to admit that. Nobody wants to, oh, I feel Jesus and I'm watching a Christmas special. That's great. <laughs> now, y'all laugh about that. <laughs> but it's the truth because there's power in the word. Yeah. Now, there's, we're not talking about you need to go all crazy and, you know, oh, I feel Jesus in this cartoon. <laughs> you, could go, you could go home and watch uh, Peanuts as, <laughs> instead of going to church. No, 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 no. Don't do that. But the fact that somebody who had a personal relationship with Jesus said, I'm going to display this yeah. through my artwork. Took his talent that God gave him. Yes. So it's true when the Bible says that a man's gift make it room for him. Mm. This is what happened with Charles Schultz. He did that. When, when they put that on the air... They thought they had shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. They thought they had sabotaged themselves. And everybody was, there, was like, oh, man, we've killed this thing. But it was absolutely popular. They played it every year. Mm -hmm. And they still play it. Yep. And it's still very popular. And people still love it. Mm -hmm. And we, cause, because we still want to hear that little boy read from Luke chapter 2. We still want to hear what is Christmas all about. And Charlie Brown gets to hear the gospel. Now, you, you might say that's crazy, but this, especially in, this, in the day we live in, we need that. Mm -hmm. We need Jesus to be put on display in such a way that it changes the focus of the world. On purpose, there was no images of Santa Claus right. in, in, in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. On purpose, there was no mention of some of the most, you know, normal things that people, in fact, those sort of focal points were pushed and turned toward Jesus. Mm -hmm. Even the little play that they're supposed to be putting on and Charlie Brown's directing it and all the good things there. And they're talking about being shepherds and one of them wants to play Mary and all this. And they're, you know, the whole focal point is biblical. And so I would love to see our nation and our culture be shifted from the secular to the spiritual. Yeah. That would be that that's that's what and I see a lot of that some of that is happening in some places. If you watch The Chosen, you're seeing uh that's somebody taking their gifts and talents and abilities and putting them to good use and yeah. showing Jesus. So here's the point we're trying to make. God gives everybody gifts, right? He's given me gifts. He's given Billy gifts. He's given Jed gifts. He's given everybody gifts. Are you going to use those gifts to glorify the God that you worship? Or are you going to hide those gifts in order to satisfy the narrative of the world? Because it is proven out to be true that if you use those gifts to glorify God, 
that he will bring you into a great place. You know, what if what if he never uh, pursued, you know, his dream of being a, a comic, right. you know, creator? What if we, we would never know? And, and look at how influential peanuts you know or yeah. you know charlie brown snoopy how influential it's been just just by one man just by one person you know and that's like jesus he was he was he was a man you know he's god made flesh but he was influential and that can be each and every one of us we can make a difference mm-hmm. and be influential we can, we using can the gifts that god has given us and the talents that he has provided us yeah, yeah. so let's make this christmas let's make this time of the year however you want to look at that let's make this time of the year not a time that we think about receiving gifts but a time we think about using our gifts yes to show who he is right and like, not be ashamed of the I like gospel that, Micah. yeah I like not, that. not be ashamed of the gospel yeah so if you're if you're anointed in any area you can be anointed to build houses you can you can have a gift of being an electrician you can have a gift of of doing anything that god has given you the ability we're we're trying to do a podcast here we're trying to put what we've got out well who knows we're doing this right or not i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we're trying what little god has given us we're trying to use it yeah and we want to show you that you can use your gifts, you can use your talents, you can use your abilities, and you don't have to be afraid to portray who Jesus is. So, this is this has been a good little talk here. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe maybe you maybe you think, oh, this is a little goofy. It's okay. We're we're a little goofy. We're, we're a little goofy. It's okay. We go from we go from like last week we talked about serious subjects like we're talking about revival and all these and here we are Charlie Brown, <laughs> <laughs> but this is just as important because this is when you change culture. This is how generations are changed. So that's good. So you got. Um, I just want to read one more Christmas scripture, a scripture that depicts who Jesus is. Okay. Okay. Isaiah nine and six. It says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen. And that's what it's all about, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Amen. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. As always, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. You can find us by searching the Road Home Podcast on all of the platforms. For those of you watching on YouTube, go ahead, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Don't forget to comment. Those of you listening on our podcast apps, please, please subscribe and share. And as always, we'll see you a little further down the road.